Why wouldn't anyone want to deny the federal government the authority to retaliate against individuals, nonprofits, and other entities based on their sincerely held religious beliefs? Think about that for a minute. Why wouldn't they want to deny that very power from a government that may wield it in a way that is categorically abusive? Mike Lee, why am I bringing this up? Yeah, it's, it's a little bit dated. That involves the uh, Respect for Marriage Act, H.R. 8404, which is going to be more harmful than helpful. It doesn't really protect any organizations, institutions that are religious against what the government or localities would say um, is discrimination. Mike Lee, one of the few people willing to stand up and try to counteract it by bringing forth legislation that would protect any religious institution from being penalized uh, if they choose not to. A perfect example of that, and this went on Monday, which was the Supreme Court was hearing uh, a case about a website designer who refused to create sites for gay marriages. Uh, the person that has the sites, a Christian and religious person, and she does not want to have to create these sites. It's in Colorado. Uh, it violates one of Colorado's laws. So it went to the Supreme Court to see what their decision is going to be. Now, obviously, we're not going to get that decision until sometime next year. By the questioning and answer, the questions and answers there, it appears that the Supreme Court is leaning to the web designer's side, but you can't say for sure nowadays, uh, but it does appear that way. Uh, it's very similar to the baker in Colorado that did not want to bake. Uh, it wasn't that they didn't want to bake a wedding cake. They didn't want to put the, uh, the, I think it was two grooms, two grooms on top of the cake. Uh, they also suggested other bakers in the area that do great jobs with cakes that be willing to work with them. So it's not that they were being insensitive and being nasty. They just said due to their uh, deeply held religious beliefs that they can't do that. Uh, something you might not know about that case is while that was being fought out in court and ultimately the cake maker did win, in the meantime, because of what they did, the cake ma maker went out of business. So one way or the other, it was a win for religious freedoms, but it was a loss for that person. Well, well, this is pretty much probably going to go the same way. Hopefully, you will not put this lady out of business. And this is really forced compliance. There's a million web designers in the world. There's a million of them in the United States. You can get a web designer to create websites for you pretty much anywhere. They're just trying to force this lady to go against her religious beliefs and make her do something that she will not do. Ultimately, if they were to try to force it or if they would win, my guess would be she would shut herself down and just wouldn't do it because of her beliefs. And um, applaud, I applaud her for standing up for her values. Like I said a minute ago, we're going to have to wait till sometime next year to find out what the outcome of this is going to be. But I think the bigger picture here is uh, just like with the Respect for Marriage Act, you have weak Republicans that... Uh, they don't really ever side for the conservative side. You know, it's, they're always in between and they always play the game. There were a lot of conservatives or supposed conservatives that did vote for the Respect for Marriage Act, knowing that the federal government could step in and penalize 
corporations, institutions uh, that are faith-based could penalize them if you don't do something that the left wants you to do because that's what it is going to ultimately come down to. If they want you to bake them a cake and you don't bake them the cake, you're going to get penalized for it. Uh, If you're a religious school and because you are a, say, Christian school and you do not believe in homosexuality, that you believe that is wrong because you follow the sound doctrine in the Bible, then funding and other resources, they could penalize you by not allowing you to get any, which makes it harder for you to keep the school open and it makes it harder for you to practice your faith. They're going to try to force you to cave. You know, that's... That's what the government always does. It may not be a direct attack, but they could make things so impossible for you that you have no other choice but to either comply and do what they want you to do, or you fold and you go figure out something else to do because you stood your ground, but ultimately it's going to cost you your business. Uh, I'm tired of these weak Republicans. I mean, we have a lot of them. When I constantly say on this program that we need to elect American-loving patriots, it's not, again, just for one side. Yes, Democrats, we need to get them out and put patriots and, and replace them in the House and replace them in the Senate with some real patriots that care so we have the upper hand. But we also, and I have said this, we need to get rid of a lot of these rhino Republicans. They're not real true Republicans. They're not conservatives. The whole gay marriage thing was settled uh, in 2015. Uh, yeah, 2015. It's been settled since then. It's not been challenged. It's not been brought back up. There's been nothing to see and nothing to talk about. This is just giving the government more of a reach. They're going to try to control and regulate what you do, how you run your business, and this is more of an attack on religious freedom. You know, it's it's very clear. We have the right to practice our faith. And did you ever notice that it's only the Christian faith that's ever attacked? Whether you're Catholic, Methodist, Baptist, any type of Christian, any type of Christian faith, we are constantly under attack. You ever hear them attacking the Muslim faith? If you went into a mosque or you went into something and the Muslims told you you can or cannot do this, wouldn't even make the news. It wouldn't even be a problem because they're okay with that side. They're okay with what those people do, but they're not okay with Christianity. So it's always an attack on Christianity and it's not going to stop. And these Republicans, they are not conservatives. There was over 30 Republicans that sided with the Democrats in the House to get this bill passed through the House, the uh, Respect for Marriage Act. You should know whether or not your House member voted for this bill Find out if they did, and if they did, believe me, no matter how much they want to lie to you and tell you that they are a conservative, they are not. They are weak, they have no backbone, and they need to be replaced. They did not stand up for your values at all. They're supposed to represent you. Again, gay marriage isn't under attack. Nobody's trying to take that away. So why are we doing this other than more control? You, you will notice, at least on my program, I can't say for everybody, but the way I see things, the way I view them, is everything is two things, control and power. Money always is in the middle because money leads to power and money leads to control. There's no other reason to put forth this bill, to get this bill through, other than more control. More regulations, telling you what to do, telling you how to worship. 
You know, people, a lot of people nowadays, you're struggling to put food on the table. You're going to put people in a very tough spot where it's your faith or feeding your family. And not everybody, but some will cave and say, okay, you know, maybe we just have to bite the bullet and do it this one time. Force compliance. They will do it. Others, like myself, I would stand strong in my faith. You're going to shut me down, then you're going to shut me down. (laughs) God's got another plan for me. Me and him will work it out, and he's going to take good care of me. I have no doubt of that. But some people are not like that. Some people, and it's understandable. They get scared. They've worked a long time to build some of these businesses up. It's not easy to make it as a web designer because there's so many of them. It's not easy to make it as a baker because you got to be good. People got to like what you're selling. So they take that away from you. Everything you've dumped all this money into work so hard for, they will take it away from you. If they get a chance, they will. Control. So whether it's power or control or both, plus some money in the middle, for me on this program, that's what it's all about. That's where everything links back to. You know, I know we try to overcomplicate things and make it much deeper, and there has to be a much deeper meaning than that. And most times, there there really is not. 99% of the time, it's not. Since the beginning of time, men have wanted power. Since the beginning of time, well, you see all these different people of power, and either whether they're dictators and they're bad leaders, or maybe they're not dictators and they've been good leaders, but no matter what, men have craved power since the beginning. That's what they want. What does it usually take to get power is money. When they are in power, what do they do? They control everything. That's what it's all about. It's pretty pretty much, it's pretty cut and dry. It's pretty much that simple. That's where I'm at. At least on this program, that's where I'm at. Loudoun County. You remember a story. Oh, I don't remember. I don't think I looked up the date of when the original was. You hear me possibly in the background looking through my paperwork here. Was in 2021. I know that much. I don't remember what month it was in, but in Loudoun County, um, if you remember, there were two sexual assaults by the same student, uh, different schools, and it was it was a whole a boy who claimed that he was a girl, and ended up raping girls in the girls' bathroom. Okay, I, I'm sure you're familiar with this. Um, well, Virginia Governor. Youngkin used an executive order at the time, um, and he ordered Attorney, uh, uh, Attorney General Jason Mirez's office on the first day of his administration uh, demanding an investigation into the matter. Through the Loudoun County Public School, attempted to block the investigation, the Virginia Supreme Court in September ruled that it could proceed. The final report from the grand jury became public this Monday. The grand jury found no evidence of a cover-up and issued no indictments, but did make a series of recommendations to prevent uh, the occurrences in the future. Well, I got one way we can do that. Now, I'm I'm going out on a limb here. It's not going to be a real popular thing to say, but why don't we let boys only use the boys' bathroom and girls only use the girls' bathroom. And just because you feel like you're one or the other doesn't make it so. If said person who thought he was a girl or said he was a girl had already uh, had surgery on the bottom end, then obviously this incident couldn't have occurred because you're missing the tool to do that. But since he didn't, on all accounts, 
you still need to use the bathroom that was designed for your gender. Uh, it's crazy to say that, and I know that that's hard for people to grasp, especially these school boards. They, they got a tough time grasping these type of things. But you shouldn't be putting these transgender kids like that. Or if not, if you really want to be accommodating, you really want to use taxpayers' money in the most foolish way possible, why don't you make a separate bathroom, and it's called a trans bathroom, and then everybody can use it. And they can all, whatever you're feeling like today, you can all use that bathroom. And you stay the hell out of the girls' bathroom, and you stay the hell out of the boys' bathroom. Nah, it's crazy. I know it's, it's insane, but I'm just saying. Anyway, it makes sense to me. So that would be one way, one way to stop this from happening. In the report, it went on to assert that the second sexual assault could have been prevented. The school administrators, they continued, ignored warning signs about the student's conduct, including emails from faculty and the parents advising the school to pay close attention to the little boy who dresses up as a little girl. So again, we have warnings as we've had with shooters and everything in the past that are being ignored. The only reason that they're being ignored, this is such a controversial subject right now. It's all over media. It's all over the media. You know, you have very strong opinions on this. You're either 100% against it or you're 100% for it. There's, you, there's nobody in between. You talk to I, uh, 99% of parents and they're going to tell you that if there's a kid like that in a school, they need to either use a separate bathroom or the bathroom of their gender at birth, whatever gender they truly are. That's the bathroom that they need to use. This poor girl had to suffer. Another girl was sexually assaulted. They had to suffer because there was no action taken to prevent it from happening. Whether that was by choice, which obviously it was, because they didn't want to damage their reputation because they're pushing a political agenda, or they were scared to take action because they knew what the ramifications could be and all the bad press, again, because of how big of a topic that this currently is, but these girls had to suffer. I saw, I do not subscribe to, but I saw an article in the daily wire. I, you would have to read it for yourself. So take what I am about to say with a grain of salt. Again, I am not a subscriber of the daily wire. I do read their free stuff, but I don't subscribe to them. One of their latest had to do with this particular case and from what they allow you to read, which is just enough to grab your attention, supposedly when the one girl was being raped by this boy, a teacher walked in and basically turned a blind eye to it and left. That's what I got out of the, uh, uh, the, the attention grabber. Daily Wire, read it for yourself. Take that with a grain of salt. I did not read the entire article I would have liked to. I The one that I got my information from was Just the News. Uh, go ahead and you can get it for free there in the Just the News article, at least the one that I read. There could be other articles. It did not say anything about that, but the Daily Wire, I think, is extremely honest and trustworthy, uh, and it's good reading material. I don't, I haven't, they don't make mistakes. I haven't found any. Um, and they don't embellish stories. They just give it, give you the straight facts. And if there's additional links, they always put them there so you can track the story yourself. But, uh, that it did say again in the attention grabbing line that there was a teacher that turned a blind eye while the rape was happening. So, uh, if that's the case, 
These are the problems. These are our biggest fears. This is my biggest fear is allowing grown men to go uh, pretend to be a girl, dress up as a girl, and you're using a girl and female bathroom. And these are the type of acts that we are so worried about happening because there are, just like in any situation in life, people that are going to take advantage of the system. I just, it's, it's disgraceful. I worry about this. It's definitely something that we need to keep an eye on. You know, and and it's, I say that a lot. You got to keep an eye on it. You got to keep an eye on it. And it's so much, there is so much to keep an eye on. It's hard to keep up with everything. You know, I, it's by design. I believe it's overload. It's information overload. It's, they're just giving you so much. It's hard to keep everything uh, in, in the back of your mind. Oh, uh, well, that's right. What happened with this story? What happened with that story? What's the conclusion here? I got to check back into that. Where is that at in process? There is a lot going on and it is, I believe by design, your everyday American does not have the time that it would require to chase down all of this stuff. You just don't. You know, you're living full lives on all accounts. You got full-time jobs, full-time moms. You got kids to take care of. And if they're playing sports or you got any other activities that you're doing, uh, life in general absorbs so much of your time. It's such an effort to put any additional or any free time into completely paying attention to politics and stories and chasing things down. So I get it, but... We have to do the best we can to pay attention to everything that's going on around us because there is so much. Speaking of paying attention, uh, I hope that we're going to be paying closer and closer attention to the fraud chief. You know, you got, it's coming out that his daughter was working at Twitter while, <laughs> while all the information was being suppressed. I, I mean, nothing surprises me anymore. Nothing is... Uh, it's been a long time since I've been truly like blown back, like shocked. Oh my God, I can't believe that. It's almost like you can't outdo what we live in every day. Every day is a clown show and it's almost expected when you hear something, it's almost expected. Of course that happened rather than back in the day that would be jaw dropping and oh my God. No, nowadays it's just like, oh, of course. Well, Fauci's daughter did work for Twitter during his deposition in the uh, the trial that's going on. Uh, when he was asked, you know, do you know anybody that works at Twitter? He, you know, he kind of said Mark Zuckerberg, and then probably felt that he was compelled and had to admit that his daughter did work there, but claimed that obviously he didn't have any conversations with her about anything, and said that she had left over a year ago. Now this was, uh, the deposition was on November 23rd, 2023rd, excuse me. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going, I was about to say 2022, uh, of this year. And he said a year ago, which puts her at November 23rd of last year. And if you think about what they were talking about on Twitter last year and what you were and were not allowed to talk about on Twitter, you know, his daughter's working there. When we're getting censored, if you talked about the origins of the virus, of the virus, you couldn't even mention China's name. God forbid you, that's it. You're done. You're, you're getting blackballed on Twitter. You couldn't question masks. 
You couldn't question lockdown techniques. You couldn't question vaccines. You couldn't question the government's handling of anything. You couldn't question the laboratory leak story. You weren't allowed to question anything on Twitter. Otherwise, you were kicked off and banned. Your account was suspended or you were getting little posts under your account. You're getting flagged. That's where so many of these bigger Twitter accounts got suspended because they just did not want that information coming out. We know now why, because you see everything that Elon Musk just leaked. We talked about on Monday that they were all involved. Joe Biden, the DNC, everybody's involved in suppressing information, suppressing what they consider to be mis, dis, or malinformation. They're going to suppress all of it because in suppressing it, it helped them in the election. Well, after the election, suppressing it for Joe Biden helped them maintain control. You know, uh, we were at one point here going to be forced vaccinated by our own government. I mean, I mean, take some of this stuff into consideration. We were about to be forced to be vaccinated by our government. That is not a free society. You couldn't question that. You weren't allowed to say anything. And that should really, for me, that was like every red flag alarm. It's the bomb alarm going off in the background. It's everything. For me, that was like, okay, once I can't question it, there's a big, big problem here. What are you taught as a young kid? You don't understand something. What do you do? Did they not teach you that in school? They taught me that in school. If you don't understand it, ask a question. And keep asking questions until you understand it. Now, all of a sudden, what we have been taught for decades and decades, now all of a sudden, that's out the window when it comes to the government. Oh, no, 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 no. You, you can't ask that question. Well, why not? Well, you're not allowed to know that information. Why not? Well, all of a sudden, I'm not allowed to ask questions. And then when I do, I'm getting, I'm getting silenced. Amazing. Amazing what they've done to us. And now you find out that on top of all the document leaks that are coming out, showing it's it's so much bigger than just the fact that they're suspending accounts and they didn't want information to come out. I mean, you're seeing direct links into Joe Biden being literally the most compromised president in the United States history. This guy has been selling out the country for decades. Uh, How much more dangerous can it get? The one guy that's been using his name to line his pockets to sell out the United States for his own benefit is now running the country? (laughs) Uh, I mean, they tried to strip us of our freedoms. They lied to us, suppressed information to ensure that they won at the ballot box. Everything here is wrong. Everything. I don't know how you could be a liberal, uh, how you could be just a normal lefty. I don't know how you could look at what's happened now, all these documents that have leaked, all the information that's coming out, and still support these people seeing that they literally just tried to take over this country. Uh, I, I don't I don't understand. And you see how deep it is. Fauci's daughter working at Twitter is just another piece to the puzzle. Again, it doesn't surprise me. Of course, she's working at the very company that suppressed information. 
Wouldn't be surprised if you had another family member working at Facebook or possibly on YouTube and maybe a, a niece, a nephew, a grandchild, a great grandchild. Wouldn't surprise me. They're all, if, if you found out that Twitter was this infected, what do you think everybody else was like? <laughs> oh, I bet it's just so dumb. I bet, uh, I bet everybody else is equally as bad or worse. Yeah. The only difference is if we ever would like to find out, you'd literally have to have Elon Musk purchase all of them. Google to see what searches are blocked. He'd have to purchase uh, Facebook from Zuckerberg. I mean, he would have to go in and purchase everything and just document drop like a champ to really see how deep this tyranny goes. But we got to wait for all this to come to an outcome. I hope, I truly hope that they do investigate when we have control of the house. I hope they investigate and I hope they really push hard in the investigation and we can get some more answers. I don't anticipate or expect that anybody's paying a price for anything. You know my thoughts on that. But I would at least like to see the information because I'd like to know how, how deep the treachery goes. I'd like to know everybody that's involved and I want the world to see it. I want the left, the right, the center. I want everybody to see it because it's going to take all of us to stop what's still coming. It's still coming at us. Uh, you know, this, this is just uh, a regrouping moment for the left. They're still coming after us. Uh, rail workers warn of an exodus. That's going to be really just fantastic. When I was talking uh, to you before about how much how much goods come on the rails so we can have all really uh, as, as many shortages as possible. Let's just make this as difficult as possible. Um, rail workers are going to warn of an exodus after Congress forces uh, the deal through. They don't want that deal. They want a better deal for themselves. And it, what, what's sad is we're worried about this and it's because in in the forced contract through congress it does not provide the rail workers any paid sick days i mean do do you hear what i'm saying sick days we're we're talking about a economic disaster a completely destroyed supply chain because of paid sick days the government's willing to risk that you think it's by design or do you think it's accidental? They spend money on so much other nonsense and crap. You can't work out a deal to give these guys some paid sick days, give them a week of paid sick time. Can't, can't give them 40 hours. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many days they get, but is it worth what's about to happen to the country? <laughs> a few paid sick days? You know, I, I, what, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't the Democrats for the working man? I thought they were for the working man. That doesn't seem like you're for the working man. Seems like you're working against the working man. You know, people do get sick. And if you go by Democrat logic, well, there's COVID around. Oh, there's COVID everywhere. And the flu now, now the flu is just, it's exploding. Yeah. Germany's even telling people to use the same tactics that they used during COVID. They should use them for flu season. <laughs> oh, that's coming next. Ah, coming here to a city near you. Hey, we could start doing this year round. We get it for the flu. We get it for COVID. Uh, is that what's coming down the pipe? <laughs> Who knows? But you can't give anybody a paid sick day with all your supposed sickness going on, <laughs> going by their logic. Can't give them a paid sick day. God forbid. 
No, let's just destroy the economy. You know, let's destroy the supply chain where people are fighting each other for food or like we saw in the beginning of COVID, people literally beating the hell out of each other in grocery stores to get some toilet paper, which even to this day, I still don't understand what the deal was with the toilet paper. But, you know, that's that moment has passed in life. I mean, is that where we're going to be? People are going to be killing each other for food. They're going to be shooting each other in parking lots to make sure that they can eat. Again, you think it's by design? I mean, how, how, how costly could it be to give these guys some paid sick days? How costly? You know, and as far as the government goes, you want to talk about wasteful spending? <laughs> I mean, there, there is no better wasteful spender than the United States government. They spend on all kinds of crap they shouldn't spend on. Latest and greatest example, Ukraine the war in Ukraine. Why the hell do we keep giving Ukraine money? I I don't understand. Why is our tax dollars still going to Ukraine? For all of you out there that love Ukraine and, oh, you got to stand with them. They're under attack. Their country's under attack. Yeah. Okay. Well, guess what? There's lots of countries that have been under attack for since the beginning of time. We're not funding them. Why are we funding Ukraine? Oh, you know what? In that little email drop that came out you know biden had pretty heavy links to russia and ukraine you ever wonder if that you know two might connect i'm just throwing that out there (laughs) i know my audience knows just like i know how dirty the bidens are but for anybody that doesn't know did you ever think that you might want to try to connect the dots there why are you helping ukraine so much why are you sending them so much money And uh, why is the Biden family so involved in those two particular countries? (laughs) Oh, it's all coincidence. But the federal government is the king of wasteful spending. And a couple paid sick days, a few paid sick days to some rail workers to keep the country moving is not a big deal. So we're going to have to literally pay attention to that one because that one is going to have an immediate impact on us if the uh, rail workers do what they are threatening to do. Uh, We're going to be hurt in a very, very bad way, and it's going to get real tough real fast. You know, they're always telling you, you better have food reserves in your house. (laughs) This is that time where you can see the writing on the wall. If you do not have reserves at your house, probably a good idea to think about stocking up on the things you can stock up on. Not saying to go out there and be a crazy lunatic and buy everything that's on the shelf. But as I advised uh, probably a year ago with this, buy a little extra every time of non-perishable items to keep in your house, to keep a nice little stockpile so you have some food in your house that can last you for at least a reasonable amount of time if, God forbid, any of this actually happens. You know, it's, it's always on the brink of happening. doesn't hurt to be prepared. It doesn't make you crazy because you're prepared. In the end, if it does happen, you'll be the smart one. And if not, you know, things get better. Time goes by. Eat the food. It's not, it's not perishable. You know, heat it up, warm it up, eat the food. You know, things are going well. You know, but uh, I don't think it's a bad idea. There's natural disasters all the time. And then you have forced disasters like the one we've been living in. Uh, so it's not a bad idea to have a little extra at your house. I know I was rambling a little bit there at the end, but uh, it is what it is. <laughs> if you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. 
especially on Apple. It's always a uh, great help. If you'd like to check out anything else, I do littlejoecc.com. If you want to contact me, you can go to the contact section, send me an email. Beyond that, I hope you have a wonderful hump day. We will do it again tomorrow.